Hello, everybody. FetchEveryone.com is a free website for runners, bikers, swimmers, walkers, rowers, skaters, skater boys, skater girls, flower arrangers, soap makers, soap makers, hedge trimmers, procrastinators, especially the procrastinators, mm. and everyone else, literally everyone, come on board. Champagne socialists, you're welcome. <laughs> Some websites put their best features behind a paywall. We don't do any of that nonsense. Everything is free for everyone. If you like us, support us. If you don't like us, carry on using us. But, you know, just, you know. And that's fine. Yeah, that's also fine. Visit fetcheveryone.com forward slash podcast to leave your, um, just whatever you want to say about anything. our podcast. Literally anything. Hello, Katie, are you here? Just don't leave your rubbish. You know, like plastic or something. Yeah, tidy up after yourself, obviously. Mm. Yeah. I am here. Can you hear me, Clem Fandango? I can hear you, Clem Fandango. Yes, I'm here. I'm a bit tired. Um, I've just done a long swim and I'm all chlorine-y. And, um, but anyway, yeah, I'm good. Are you all right? Yeah, I'm not too bad. Yeah. Um, hopefully my voice is sounding a bit less uh, coldy this week. I've still got that kind of occasional little... <clears throat> Thing going on, which is pretty annoying now. I'd be glad when that goes, but I've still got that. Uh, yeah. Done them a few days on from you, so. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. But your eau de chlorine, I think, it's a recognised perfume now. So. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. But you did really well this morning. Two miles. Yes. Um. Indeed. Two miles. Just a tad over two miles. It looks like I miscounted a something or other but um and Garmin miscounted a few bits but um I've managed to edit it all down to the right thing I think yeah so just a smidge over two miles in the pool today which was surprisingly okay I thought it would be quite difficult but it was okay um but yeah my arms are a bit kind of just sort of floppy now I'm just resting them on the table yeah no yeah. reaching for things off high shelves today no. I'll, I'll get those for you mm -hmm. Good. Yeah. So two miles this week. Will you push it any further in November or is that your sort of limit now for this month? For November was the target was already was all already? No. It was always two miles for November. I've done that. And I'd like this week to be another reasonably hard week swim wise, sort of building again. But then next week, last week of November, I'm gonna have an easy week. We're away for two mm. days. Um, I might get a sea swim done next week, so we'll see. Um, but last week was good as well. I did the same session that I did today, but without such a long warm up. So it was, I don't know, I can't remember how long it was, but it was under two two miles, one point seven miles, I think, last Monday. And um, yeah, and then and then I did my sort of mile of drills, and then I did my Friday quick kilometer, which seems to be my pattern at the moment. Long endurance Monday, mile of drills Wednesday. And the FQK on Friday. Yeah, Friday quick K, and that's always quite nice because it feels like such a short swim now. Yeah. Um, so that's good. So that was my week, and I managed to, <coughs> and I managed to get a couple of runs done. Uh, in fact, I did my run to swim coaching on Saturday morning, so that's an early start, about half past six, I left the house. 
and got to swim coaching, coached for an hour and then took the long way home, about five miles home, so yeah. around the houses, I think Fenland Flyer called it when yeah. he looked at my training. Um, so yeah, pretty pleased. And a few yogas, I think I've done two or three, I'm not sure, it might be two. Yeah, it's gone off a little bit, off the boil a bit, but my boys were home, end of the week, and um, so that always kind of throw things out of the window, but well, that's a lovely reason to throw things out the window, so all good. Yeah. What's the plural of, of yoga? Is it yogas or is it yogi? I don't know. Yeah. No, yogi is the person, isn't it? Yeah, and the bear, but mm. one yoga, two yogas. One yoga session, two yoga sessions. Oh, well, if you're introducing extra words, you could do that for everything, but, yeah. Uh, does anybody know what the plural of yoga is, please? Please, you'll know, I'm sure of it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Good. That's right. me, what about you? Um, yes, a, a stunning return to, to action for me. So, um, 5.1 on Monday, I think it was, after the podcast, I think, I can't remember. That went well, bit of drizzle. And then... If only you could look up in a training log somewhere If and see. only I had it written down somewhere, yes, in a, in a notebook, perhaps, or... Yeah. Uh, yeah, in one of you those... You should start doing that. Yeah, one of those handy um, uh, Runner's World training log diaries that you can buy from Amazon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or maybe on fetcheveryone.com forward slash the bit where the training goes. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, and then uh, 5.6 something on uh, the Another couple of days day. later. <laughs> I sense you're thrilled by the detail. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to push that one a little bit further just to go, yeah, I can do this. So I had to, like, give myself a little talking to. And then um, Saturday morning when you got up to do your long swim, I got up to do uh, coaching. Coaching. Literally just said it. Yeah, I know. Literally. <laughs> Three minutes ago. Listeners, you remember, don't you? If only we were recording this and then I could listen back to it to remember mm. what you'd said. Um, so you weren't coaching. It's still swimming, though, so mm. just, you know. Yeah, all right. Um, nine mm. miles. So I, I did my loop, uh, which is 7.7 normally, and then just to make sure that I stole two more points off Nana Jill... I made a little detour to the town centre um, to make sure I, I hit a particular concise zone and came home in nine miles. And, and I felt Very like good. really awesome then Yeah, that's because good. of that. Yeah. That's a good distance to get done before a half marathon. It's the kind of, you know you can get around a half marathon, don't you, if you do nine? Um, yeah, although that was a very flat one with the exception of a, a, like a bridge over the dual carriageway. Mm. So what's um, the next one going to be then? Is that going to be like a longer, hillier one? Um, I don't know about Hillier, but definitely I want to get a, a longer one in. Okay. Um, so, I mean, yeah, some hills would be good, but um, I'm looking at sort of like trying to get 11 or something, and then so it goes 9, 11, 13.1. Yeah. Um, so we're the, what, the 17th now, 18th? What are we? The mm-hmm. 18th today. So I've got mm-hmm. like about just under a fortnight till the, the race. So, but I'm just not trying to race it or anything like that I'm just gonna just distance, do it, it as as another long run on my step towards uh, the lovely Newport Casnerwith Casnerwith yeah cool so um all good to me yeah um 
I was going to run this morning, but then I thought we've got to take the dogs to the groomers after this. Mm-hmm. So Stephen and Harry both got pretty muddy yesterday. And, mm-hmm. and Stephen is normally quite sort of pale white fur, but he's sort of like grey all the way up to his armpits and mm-hmm. leg pits. He's grey yeah. today. So that's going to be a nice task for the, the groomer. So, But he's like, what, every three months or something he goes for a trim? Yes, yeah. Vaguely that amount, yeah, yeah. so he's at his wooliest at the moment. So it'll be really nice, because he'll be nice and wiped clean, won't he, after today? He will. And hilariously, yeah. this is hilarious, our dog groomer is called Cat. Yeah. See? Hilarious. Does she do cats? I don't Or is there a lady called Dog? <laughs> I don't know. She doesn't do cats, no. No. I'm not sure okay. cats do that. Get groomed? Yeah. Some of them must get, like... I think they, they get must... brushed, I don't think... I don't think you'd put clippers near a cat, would you? Not if you valued your, <laughs> you know, your fingers. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's our next job after this. Yeah, both dogs in need of... Mm, Harry can't see anything, really. No. And she's... You might just be able to hear in the background, she's gently snoring. Yeah. Yeah. That's there we go. Try and turn that up. <coughs> so that's today. Um, yeah, so Good. anything else to report from your week? Nothing to Any report. Any other news? No other news. No? Nope. What about the fact that you entered the Bantam Boomerang? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there is some news. <laughs> yeah, we... Uh, I mean, I kind of spot it now. Yeah, we, we um, got up early and were poised in front of uh, a laptop by 10 to 7 for the entries opening at seven, expecting it to be an absolute bun fight, website crashing like last year and hours of going round in circles, entering information and finding that your ticket had gone by the time you got to check out and all of that sort of Glastonbury type nonsense. And it was completely straightforward and I got three of the group that want to do it entered into the boomerang, which is up the estuary and back again when the tide turns. So swim up with the tide when the tide turns, everyone turns around in synchronised fashion. That's what I'm hoping for anyway. Yeah. Perfect synchronisation on the turns. Um, and then and then back again. Yeah. So we're, we're in. And we've all said that we're happy to volunteer for the swoosh, which is the next morning after the boomerang. So the boomerang's on a Friday. Swoosh is on a Saturday. And the entries for the swoosh, if anyone is interested out there open this Thursday, but it's a ballot. It's not a, you know, first past the checkout post. First past the post. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, our, our three little swimmers from our group who want to do it are, are in. Yeah. And we're starting to think about where we're going to sleep and all of that sort of stuff. So it's all good. It's exciting. And that'll be a really good training swim for the lead up to the Coniston swim in September. Yeah. Uh, you so should it get should anything be up to about seven k, won't you? If, depending on how quick you go up. If no, if you're a quicker swimmer than me, you could get more than that. You get ten, eleven k, because the swish is six k in each direction. Okay. So if you're really good and you can swim a long way up the estuary, all the way up. Yeah, but I don't know how likely that is and how quick the tide turns. But um, they're they're selling it as between seven and ten k. Okay. I think so. Hopefully, I should get seven. Or maybe a little bit more. We'll see. It's it's a completely new uh, event. They've not done it before. 
So we're the um, we're the pioneers. They're calling us, which I think is yeah, test subjects. We are the test subjects. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. So we've had some comments from you guys with your uh, place names and we'd like to hear more of these. Uh, Mandy Moo says that uh, she found a shortcut once on a club run and it's forever been known since then as Mandy's Back Passage. Uh, Silver Shadow has the turnaround trees. Um, we've all got a little turnaround point on our runs. Mm. It's nice to mark it with some trees. Mm. And I need to know more about this one, um, but there's Dead Cow Farm. And um, and mud shoot sounds kind of self-explanatory, but dead cow farm. He actually put in brackets after dead cow farm. It's self-explanatory. So oh, I think it is as straightforward as there is was it a farm. Though? There must be a story though behind We'd the dead like cow. We'd still like to hear it. Yeah, we'd like, like to know the story. Tell us in in more explicit language yeah. about the dead cow, and hopefully it wasn't too traumatic. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah, and struck brother. Um, whose name is awesome, by the way. I don't know if you've seen what his explanation for his name is on the, no. on the thread. You should go and look at that. It's good. It's a nice one. It's a, it's a tribute one. Um, he has Monkey Puzzle Lane, which is funny because you have a Monkey Puzzle house, don't you, at home? It's called the Puzzle House. Oh. Um, but and it is, is that because it's got Monkey Puzzle It's trees? got a Monkey Puzzle tree in it. Yeah. Or it used to before. I think they had it cut down. Um, it's been there since forever. Mm. Um, not literally. That'd be a bit weird. Mm. Um, but it's such an odd-shaped house that we call it the Puzzle House because uh. why would anyone build it in that shape? But it's a lovely-looking house. It's right on a little, like a U-bend, so not like a toilet, but um, you've mm. got to drive all the way around it and come back on yourself. Hairpin, mm. that's, what I'm looking, mm. that's the word I'm looking for. Mm. Um, yeah, I'll try and take a picture of it next time with my long-lens camera. And try not <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, and Dunlop Hill... And Dog Poo Alley. Tell us the story of Dog Poo Alley. I think everyone's got a Dog Poo Alley near, yeah. near them. There's always one, isn't there? Um, and there's, there's Dog Poo bins, but for some reason, this alley is, is renowned for being Dog Poo. E. Anyway. Yeah. And 57 and a half <laughs> degrees of pain has Vomit Hill. That is um, self-explanatory. Yeah, although he says some people... Uh, it's been called that for so long that some people probably don't know the origins of the name. Oh, really? So it suggests that there is a story there. So, okay. it, you know, we want stories. I'm just imagining hill session to the point of vomit. Done. Yeah, I mean, that, that's my guess. But um, And Happy G, who wants to... Um, Kluch. 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 It's probably completely different. It's probably yeah. way or... Yeah, it's it's the bit in between two hills, I think, is what he said in his post. Okay. But it's Kluch. Yeah, you're going to have to do us a contribution with the pronunciation of that. But So there's Green Kluch, Maiden's Kluch, and Phantom's Kluch. And yeah, like, like you said, they all sound quite evocative. They all sort of conjure up ideas. So, mm. yes, but Kluch conjures up even more. Mm. I think you need to stop saying it. No. It's helping with my, uh, get rid of my cold symptoms. Yeah. It's um, making me think of something. What's it making you think of? Well, let's see. <laughs> anyway. Okay. And uh, thanks to everybody who's um, 
mentioned getting involved with the crowdsourced podcast so do get in touch with how far yes if you have a contribution or you want to make any suggestions or just chat about it i'm sure he'd be very happy to hear from you um on the thread happy g has got lots of suggestions for things for people to do and um thoughts about what he might do and so um yeah i mean it would just be awesome to have one in the in the can as it were ready to to go should we need it yeah. So we're really grateful for that. Thank you very, very much indeed. Yeah. We've got a featured fetchy, haven't we? Now we've got ITG yeah. on running speedwork in the snow. Yeah, she's just started Project Joker and was wow. about to do the speedwork and discovered that she lives somewhere very snowy. <coughs> she's just discovered that. She just is a total. Okay. Uh, yeah. Bit oh of my a surprise. god. Yes. Yeah. So here's ITG. Hello Fetchies, this is ITG calling in from North Iceland. I warn you now, my mother's in town so I might be sounding a little bit more Scottish than normal. I want to talk a little bit about running in the fall. I quite often lose my motivation for training after the summer races are over. I tend to take a couple of weeks recovery, which tends to fall into a couple of months of recovery. Before I know it, my long slow run is now a medium long run and then struggling to make 10k on the weekend. So... Like last fall, although I didn't get anywhere then either, I thought I'd give the Project Joker a go. Between now and Christmas, see what I can do to improve my 5k time. Monday I thought I'd get started, but the weather was bad, it was windy, there was sleet, it was really, really wet out and I decided not to get soaked. Tuesday, the snow came. Good old proper thick Icelandic snow. And I was ready for it. I do like running in snow. It's a different feeling. It's bright. It brings a lot of light into otherwise dark days. But it is tough to run in. So my first training run was meant to be those 800 repeats. Not my favourite exercise, but one that I thought, oh, I can do that. Project Joker suggested I run them at 355. Okay, I can do that. I used to run them at uh, 340 to 345 just a couple of years ago. But then the snow, ankle deep snow. Running in snow is a bit like running in sand, or alternatively, a bit like running on an ice sheet. So you can choose the bits that are thick snow, or you can choose the bits that have been cleared, and then quickly turn to black ice. So I suppose on balance it's a bit like running in porridge. Running 355 was not an option. More like, hmm, about 5.45 at best, 5.30 minutes a kilometre pace. So we'll keep going with Project Jokers, know what we're standing. I'm not sure I'm going to get to my uh, record hot time for Christmas, but let's see what happens. I'm sure it's still good training, even if it's not at the pace intended. So this is ITG signing off, running in the snow, and she's going to leave you with a debut international performance. Er leister auf die Sohlen. Thou locks and scum a yolen, we fucked me free the oro. Made us new, made us new, made us new. Oh, that's very lovely and Christmassy. I like that ending. Um, well, uh, well done. I mean, I find running in the snow pretty much impossible. I, I really don't like it. I avoid it if it snows. I, I just don't, don't do it. So, but I guess if you live in a country where like Iceland for example where you're gonna get it and you can't just stop doing everything for months on end so yeah we, we look forward to hearing how Project Joker continues for you and um Project Snoker oh very good very, yeah no well done I loved that little song yeah it's really it sounds nice. very pretty actually yeah if I presume it... that was Scottish that she sang that in Scottish or Icelandic <laughs> or I don't know <laughs> 
Atlantic. Is, is that... I, I don't know. <laughs> no, I was definitely joking about Scottish. Yeah. <laughs> Cluch. Cluch. Yeah, that first day running on snow, if you can get there before everybody else has walked on it, that's not so bad. Yeah. Maybe. It's a bit wet, isn't it? Yeah, that Cold. is one of the things it's slippy. renowned for. Cold, wet, slippy. Yeah. Yeah. But when it gets really. compacted, then it's just like. Oh, yeah, and then icy. No horrible. No. Yeah. Good, but thank you. Nice little contribution there. We enjoyed that and we enjoyed the accent. It's, it kind of wavers around, doesn't it? Scottish, slightly American sounding almost sometimes. Yeah. With the 40s. Yeah. Yeah. But um, everybody else, take note. Uh, if you don't end your contribution with a song now, then frankly, you're, you're yeah. letting the slide down. So. That's it. Uh, Fleecy's coming up a bit later on, so hopefully she'll, she'll fit a song in at the end, but um, we don't know. In fairness, she didn't know that when she recorded it mm. that that was the, the new requirement for mm. contributions, but just joking, don't be put off, no one has to sing. Um, and some site features to talk about. Yes. Pin the map on the page. It's like pin the tail on the donkey, but the donkey is the page and the tail is the map. And you're not blindfolded and there are no prizes. But when you look at a, a piece of training and you want to be able to see the map, but you want to look through all the other bits of data as well, all the other graphs, there's a little pin icon on the top right of the map and you press that and it will hold the map in place so you can scroll the rest of the page and there you go and some I think Larkin asked for that so there you go that's that one and I've done a lot of work on editing your training without having to go to the edit page so if you view a piece of training you can click on the category and it'll turn into a drop down list you can click on the notes and a cursor pops up and you can edit them. Um, you can click on your bits of kit. Um, so I'm just trying to sort of make that page editable in line without you having to go off to another page in order to come back. Yeah. Um, and I'm also really trying to encourage people to use tags because um, you can tag things in multiple different ways. I think we've spoken about this quite a yeah. few times, but um, I've just been trying to make it a bit easier to use tags. Why, so, why is using tags important? Well, it's important because it's useful, I but think. But why is it useful? Because I just don't understand it. I never okay. do it. All right, so the, the example that I always use is parkrun. And someone asked me, like, can we have a parkrun category? And the obvious thing to me is that parkrun is different depending on what I feel like on that particular day so sometimes I'm running around chatting with you mm -hmm. or um, trying to do a um, Dr K time or I'm doing a tempo run or I'm really going at it and trying to get a, a season's best or something like that mm. or I'm just or I'm pacing or anything like that so, but I'm still also doing a park run. Right. So having one category for any particular piece of training yeah. doesn't allow you to sort of record in a searchable way all of the other um, things that make that run special. Yeah. So you could tag it park run, tempo, Katie. Yeah. And then 
when you click on the Katie tag, it'll mm. show you all the runs that uh, are also tagged with Katie. So I can see what my whether my average pace is quicker when I run with you, <laughs> whether you've <laughs> pushed me along to greater things, or whether we tend to go further when, when I'm running with you. Um, mm. Or I can quickly find all my park runs, or I can quickly find all the times when I was a pacer. Um, so rather than just having one category for a run, it allows you to assign kind of multiple categories. So, and also you're not tied into waiting for me to create that category for you. So someone asked for cross-training digging. Um, mm. And if you wanted to sort of shortcut that process, you could just put it down as cross-training other and then use digging as a tag yeah um and worms and robin and yeah 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 back pain and fork through foot and and all those other things yeah okay i'll try okay cool i'll give it a try lovely so you've got a blog highlight yes i wanted to highlight rebel's blog this week um it's a it's a kind of bittersweet blog is the way I would describe it. And it's a, it's about when that time comes, when you decide that actually the niggles and the things that are going on with your body just aren't are too much to carry on with running mm. and other things are going to come in and take its place. And it's a nice blog. She reflects on what running has done for her and people that she's met through running and she also says quite rightly that once a fetchy always a fetchy and it just highlights to me you know just stopping running doesn't mean stopping fetching or stopping exercising or stopping doing things that are lovely um, but it's just another phase because I mean I'm I'm conscious that at some point I'm not going to be running anymore you know it's going to happen I'd like to keep going I'd like to be running one of these running 80 year olds but is that possible? I don't know. Hmm. So it was a nice blog to read, a, um, you know, a gently positive sort of spin on the whole thing. So thank you, Rebel. I really enjoyed that. And I would recommend everyone goes and has a little look at that. Yeah. And um, I saw, this isn't a blog, but I saw on uh, Facebook, there's a guy called Nigel. Uh, I don't know if he listens to the podcast or not, mm. but a couple of months ago, um, he told me that he was he was stopping running because of his hip issues mm. and um, <clears throat> a couple of days ago he posted a, a link on Facebook um, and tagged me on it to say I've just done my first sort of run walk in a while with mm. you know a, a small proportion of it at race pace mm. um, and, and so he's he's on the comeback trail so mm. whatever you're facing it might not be forever either you know if, if mm. A, a bit of time out and you might think well I'll have another go at that mm. so there's always something out there but yeah and, and also other things you can get into yeah, loads of other things yeah 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 so that was my highlight I think you've got one as well good one um yeah the um the who squares wins thread is one of the ones that I follow because I like to keep up with the people playing the game and see what sort of tactics they come up with and in our multiplayer game, we've got this big grid and when someone owns a square, the square changes to their avatar. And when a square is tied for ownership, it turns to a bunch of little cake icons. 
and Maka the Knacker has changed his avatar to a bunch of little cake icons <laughs> so no one can tell uh, which squares are tied and which ones he's secretly owning. So, um, cheeky monkey. I know. He hasn't quite got the avatar right because it's it's just a little bit too squished. So it does look a bit different to the actual tied squares. Right. Um, but he's he's gained a bit of notoriety on the thread. Um, and I just really enjoy seeing the sort of the tactical stuff, the... Um, mm the psychological warfare that goes on there every week. Um, and we're getting to the sharp end of another multiplayer game now. I think we'll go down to the last four players at midday. Um, so it's quite exciting to watch. So do come and join in with Who Squares Wins. I had an interesting one a week or so ago. I was up against Kath Robinson. And I was just like, I've got this. She's obviously on holiday. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't, you know, I wasn't thinking, wow, I've really, I've really owned this competition because Kath clearly wasn't doing anything that week and I just wondered if she was away and then literally on Sunday wallop. evening wallop and um I think we actually tied in the end so I don't know whether Kath looked at the score and went I'm going to go out and do exactly this many squares or whether it was a total up and utter coincidence but um so we either tied or she won I'm not sure but um yeah yeah. I quite like looking at what's going on. I don't especially go out to try and beat, and I'm not very kind of into sort of playing the system, but um, I, I do look at my competition each week. Yeah. So, yeah, so it is recorded as being a draw yeah. in your last game, but your opponent has three draws in their last what, five this, games. This, this opponent this week? Yeah. Yeah. No, but th yeah. So it, maybe they're more common than than we think, but um, yeah, it is always a bit. Well, it was just funny because I was twenty five zero with Kath right up until Sunday night, and then wallop twenty five all. Yeah. yeah, done. Maybe she just didn't want to beat you. She's just just too nice. She's too nice. Yeah. Cool. So um, that's my my suggested thing that you go and get involved with this week, um, and we've got another feature fetching now, and this time it's fleecy at beachy. Oh. Here she comes. Paula! I'm here! Fidgety midget! I'm here! Hello, we are doing Beachy Marathon and we're, how far? We're awesome! 17.71 miles in! 17.71 miles in. I stopped at the pub for quick half. Uh, they went for a wee and hot cross bun and soup. Um, and we just did one set of stairs. Yep. Yeah! So all we have to do now is seven sisters and we're home and hosed. Perfectly before it starts raining. Yeah. <laughs> right, okay, we better go because we're all hot and puffy and out of breath. Catch so. you in the end. Bye. Bye. Well, that was a, a quick breath of fresh air <laughs> and you could hear the wind blowing in the background. Um, I, like the, I like the hot and puffy. Yes. We're all hot and puffy. I like that. Yeah. I quite get, I get a bit hot and puffy sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever thought about like doing a run like Beachy or...? I'm really scared of steep slopes and cliff yeah. edges, so it doesn't really fit with me, I yeah. don't think. When um, we went to Devon and it was all kind of up one and down the next and up mm. the next one and that, is it basically like that? Because I don't really... I don't know how similar it is to that, yeah. but I'm imagining steepness and cliff edges. Yeah. That's and what I think of when I think of Beachy. The wind sounded like it had the potential yeah. to be quite 
blurry, but, and, but it's such a popular race, isn't it? And for some reason, if I'm near a cliff edge, well, for some reason, it's obvious, isn't it? If I'm near a cliff edge and it's really windy, I feel even more nervous. Yeah. I mean, that's an obvious reason to feel more nervous, isn't it? Yeah, because your, like your balance is not quite as relaxed and calm as ah, it would be. Yeah. That sort of thing. Yeah. It's a, a similar feeling that I was getting when we were on the ferry across to the Isle of Wight and I had to put the car keys like away from my hands because mm. I kept wondering what will happen if I just throw these into the water right now and it's just <laughs> a, or, or like you're standing over a drain and you think what would happen if I let my stuff go mm. down here now mm. and I don't know what that is whether or not there's some deep-seated psychological issue that I'm not facing but it would um, be very inconvenient to lose the car keys, uh, but I feel like being blown off a cliff edge would be a little bit more catastrophic. Yeah. Mm. But you wouldn't probably wouldn't lose your car keys. Anyway. Um, thank you, Fleece. Thank you very much. And ladies, we loved that. Nice and cheery. Yes. <laughs> Hot and puffy. So what are your plans for this week then, Mrs um, Stubbs? I'm going to <clears throat> do my mile of drills, um, uh, quick K, Friday K, a mm -hmm. um, couple of runs, hopefully a bit longer with the long run, and um, and yeah, try and fit my yogas in again. I seem to have gone a slightly off the boil with the yogas, I don't know why. Um, and then next week, We've got the potential of a sea swim. Well, I've got the potential of a sea swim. You won't be going anywhere near it. I know that for sure. I'll stand at the edge of it and watch you do it. But yeah. yeah. So we're going to the Isle of Wight for a, for a night next week. So um, maybe get a swim done. How about you? Um, aiming for a, an 11. Yeah. And two AN others, really. It didn't really matter, I think, about those right now. Um, I just need to, to get there for... Bedford half are you coming along to Bedford half are you volunteering mm. this time or I'm just I haven't offered yet yeah. um, but I definitely should and um, I was really hoping to maybe have a, a job that's early on in the day yeah and then I can just take you home when you're done rather than you having to wait a while for me um yeah, so we'll my, my vested interest in, in whether you're volunteering or not because yeah, you, you get a car parking space right outside the venue. Whereas, yeah. yeah, if not with the, with Bedford Half, you have to drive yeah. to a. I can drop you off, whatever's happening, can't I? Like, come what may, I can drop you off at the venue. If you if you would be so kind, that would be nice. But I mean, <laughs> if I, I'm would just. be so kind. I'm just explaining for, to everybody yes. listening that um, you have to sort of park at some sort of Argos depot. Um, yeah, that's changed sort of an industrial now, estate. Well. Has not, that changed again? It's not there anymore, I don't yeah. think. I and don't then know where the, the parking is this year. But there's then a series of buses that take you to and yeah. from the, the venue. And then, um, yeah. so it, there's a potential for a bit of waiting around, but. Mm. <clears throat> I think it's pretty efficient though with the busing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's never been a problem before now, but. Mm. Um, yeah, and it's a really good race, and I was quite surprised. I was looking at the numbers that we've had for for it, like on fetch this year compared mm. to last year, and there aren't so many people doing it. There's, I think, oh. there are about twenty people listed last year, and only nine or ten this time round. Oh, so interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know 
whether the numbers are down generally or not. Mm. I'll be able to find that out, I'm sure. But Yeah, because they've, they've got a bit of local competition with the, the other is... half marathon in the centre of town. Yes, in September. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is a this is a great one. The Bedford Harriers half, really challenging, beautiful countryside, well yeah. organised, of course. Uh, Mick and Philly usually there. Yeah, yeah, they normally get a bit of a head start. They do. And then the first big hill, I normally find them. Yeah. With Mick charging up it. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it's a great, and the marshals are very cheery, so. Yeah. yeah, it's a proper club race, isn't it? it is you, a proper club race. you can always tell the difference between yeah. sort of club marshals who are there because they know exactly what's what you're going through as a runner, and then there's the sort of paid for conscripts who are probably on their phones. Yeah, <laughs> I did find like... out a couple of years ago that the the harrier who designed the course, the Bedford Harriers course, has never run it, as in run the race. Right. So he designed it, and he's never run it. I think he should be made to. <laughs> I think he should. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's certainly got enough to, to keep you swearing all the way around, but yeah. but it's still nice though. I mean, I'm presuming he's run around it as a training thing. Yeah, I expect. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Anyway, that's us, isn't it, really? Yeah, that's it. We're done. That's quite efficient this week. So, right. um, Got to get the dogs off. Yeah. Yeah. So don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Visit fetcheveryone.com forward slash podcast. Tell us your interesting place names and the, the stories behind them. Tell us how to pronounce Koch. And uh, sing us a song, Fetchies, and we'll see you next week. You don't week. have to sing a song. No, I know, but we'd love it if you did. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Leist er all auf die Sohlen, thou logs ins Kommajolen. Wie fügt mir mich Friede und Ruhe, mehr als nur, mehr als nur, mehr als nur.